0: Hello and welcome back everybody to another episode of the All Out Blitz podcast. You got Jeff here and Brady and uh, it's been a while. It has been It's a been a little over a week. It's been crazy times. Kid over here broke his phone. Yeah. And uh, so we're, we're going to kind of split it up a little bit. We we're going to do a big mock draft week here. Uh, I finally got my mock done, at least my first one anyway. I fixed uh, Yeah, Brady has his done. The scouting combine is going on right now, day one <laughs> last night, day two today, uh, which is Friday, February 28th. So uh, we're going to talk a little combine. We're going to talk about some uh, NFL transactions and news and our thoughts around what's going on in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And we'll do a little mock draft talk. Let's do it. So let's start. Uh, let's start with some of the most recent transactions. Transaction. Uh, we're getting into that time. It's the off season, so we're looking at you know terminations of contracts, players getting dropped, options not being picked up. Um, there's been a one major free agent signing. I have to say, and this kid here is pretty happy about it. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you talk about that one?
1: We got Greg Olson. He used to play for the Panthers.
0: Greg Olson, big tight end now with the Seattle Seahawks. (laughs) I think it's a great signing. I mean, you know, Hollister really came on for Seattle at the end of the year. Um, He had Will Disley, a couple other guys kind of in and out of there. But I think Greg Olson uh, solidifies that tight end spot, which could be crucial, you know, when Russ is back there running for his life to have a good outlet like Greg Olson. Plus. Yep. He plays good key in, in the in the run blocking game, which we know the Seattle Seahawks have always been a very run-heavy team. So um, a great pickup by them. I, I really like it. I like Olsen. I think it's a good fit for him. Um, another one, my team, this is a this is just a a, a monumental move. And I hope you can hear my sarcasm, <laughs> is that the Atlanta Falcons have picked up Matt Schaub's option. Uh, of course, Matt Schaub, backup quarterback to Matt Ryan. Uh, you know, there's a lot of fans out there who didn't really want Matt Schaub back. When he had to fill in for Matty Ice last year, I think he did a pretty good job. Um, you know, it is what it is. That's how I see it. I'm not happy or sad about that. Uh, I like good old Shabby, But uh, his his time in the NFL is is coming to a close. More, of course, more of just a safety net in case something happens to Iceman. So,
1: Iceman. Uh,
0: but we got Matt Schaub for another year. Uh, <laughs> a couple other quick ones to to talk about around options that have been picked up. The Washington Redskins picking up the option, uh, option for AP, Adrian Peterson. So Peterson, back in a Redskins playing. uniform, playing at a very, very high level for that old man, I'll call him. Uh, but playing great football still. And... Um, I like it, you know. Between the mix of uh, A.P. and Darius Geis, um, new coach Ron Rivera has got some weapons to to work with. Um, Whether Dwayne Haskins is the guy or not, uh, that is yet to be seen. Uh, Ron Rivera has not stated that it's his job yet, and you know, after being picked early for uh, for the Redskins last draft. You, you, everybody thought Dwayne Haskins was the QB of the future for the Washington Redskins. Uh, but the Redskins, I think, have the number two overall pick this year. So they got their choice. Uh, if they want Tua, they can go get Tua. Uh, of course, unless Cincinnati takes them. But if Cincinnati takes them, they can go get Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot, a lot. I mean, Ron Rivera, I mean, he's he's got a great team. I think he's going to have a great team behind him. Uh, He's a very successful coach here in the NFL. Uh, I'm a big fan of his, and I think he's going to do some great things. And before I talk about a couple other options, while we're on the topics of the Washington Redskins, is they did not, uh, I guess, continue doing business, I'll say, with tight end Jordan Reed. Now, Jordan Reed, um, you know, dealing with a lot of concussions over the length of his career, I guess, I mean, never really fulfilled his potential, Because of the injuries. But let me say this. My Falcons are not going to re sign Austin Hooper. Plain and simple, that makes me upset. I like Hoop. It's a lot of money. We don't have a lot of cap space, it's just one of those unfortunate things. I think a great fit would be Austin Hooper with the Washington Redskins and Ron Rivera as head coach.
1: Be so be Mike, harder.
0: I'm I'm calling right now is Hoop to the Redskins. I know there's some some other teams like the Bears and the Packers that uh, are looking at Hooper right now, but I think Hooper with the Redskins, Redskins are going to have cap uh, cap space to be able to pay him, and like I think it's a, and I sort of think it's a good fit space. though. But I think it's a good fit. You got mcLaren the uh, wide receiver that came on late last year, the rookie. It's his second year. When well, you got Haskins, you're going to get other some other new hot hand, really good rookie quarterback in there, new coaching staff, whole new crew. Uh, I think it's a good place to start possibly a lengthy career for Austin Hooper. So, um, a couple other things, uh, a couple other folks that uh, had some craziness already going on in the offseason is uh, starting corner for the Eagles, Ronald Darby, contract voided. Wow. Free agent. So he can go out there, shop himself, and do what he needs to do. Uh, the Jets have pi- picked up old uh, Redskins wide receiver Josh Doxson. So the Jets adding a little more firepower to that offense with Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell should he stay, uh, and some of the other guys out there. So they're, they're making some moves.
1: Let's go to the Bears. Uh,
0: you want to do the Bears next? I want
1: to do the Bears. Now, I told you that this was a pretty dumb move by the Bears they're getting rid of, Tyler, of Taylor Gabriel.
0: They're getting rid of. They got rid of Turbo. He's uh, he's a free agent now. Um, same with Prince Amukamara, which was a uh, you know, he's kind of made his way around the league a little bit as a you know, he's the corner. He got drafted by the Giants a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, Turbo fit in that scheme pretty well with Nagy in that offense. Uh, I think it's just one of those kind of cap space casualties where they need to free up money. Um, You know, Nagy's still on this thing about Trubisky being his guy. Uh, I I don't know why (laughs) he played terrible football last year. Uh, And they got, I, I think they're just trying to free up as much money as they can possibly to get some big players out there to really make a difference on that team. And, uh, with Trubisky not throwing the ball out, you know, that well. And the offensive line wasn't that great either, though, so you can't put it all on him. You know, whether they use some of this cap to shore up the offensive line and maybe give him an extra second or two in the pocket, uh, or maybe a good running back outside of Montgomery to be able to help out with the uh, running game, which should open up the pass. Maybe. Maybe. So, yeah, I mean, I was shocked when I heard uh, Taylor Gabriel was gone, but, uh, you know, I'd be more than happy to welcome him back with the Falcons. Um, you know, Super Bowl year a couple years Baby. ago, Turbo was with us and uh, played a great role for us. Um, a couple of guys that are staying with their teams where they renegotiated the contract was Damian Amendola, wide receiver for the Lions, and old-timer Mason Crosby, kicker for the Packers. Woo. Back with their teams, uh, teams showing some trust in them that they're ready to rock and roll with them. Um, two more to talk about. One Jacksonville Jaguars. Somehow they always have a lot of cap space. I'm not sure how or why. Of course, We're Ramsey is now team. with the Rams, uh, but they are deciding not to exercise the option on. Star defensive tackle Marcel Darius. Wow! So Darius is going to have a new home next year. Uh, it's an it's them. an intriguing an intriguing pickup.
1: Someone's going to take him for some
0: pick. team. Um, we should take. He's got a lot a lot to offer any team that picks him up. I think Jacksonville had some. In- I mean, they have plenty of their own internal issues, but uh, just another big name that's out in the market, along with uh, another vet. Alec Ogletree, linebacker from the Giants, also formerly of the Rams, uh, out there looking for a new job. Same with Tom Brady. Tom Brady. The news is always around Tom Brady. Where do you think he's going to go? I know we talked about this before, but you think he's staying or do you think he's going?
1: I think he's going, but I remember telling you like months ago that said the Colts would pay him a lot to go with them because they're not going to – all they really have right now is um, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. So, and Andrew Luck retired, so it wouldn't be a bad move. You said he might go to the Bucks.
0: Yeah, I changed my mind on that one. I I, (laughs) – Well, here's the, here's the thing with that, right? Is that, you know, the Bucks are—and and the whole—by the way, in case anybody hasn't been following, the whole CBA between the NFL and Players Association kind of came to a quick halt this week, and it's going to pick up next week again. And that's stopping a lot of stuff from happening throughout the league. So, you know, the Bucks trying to decide on what they're going to do with Jameis Winston is on hold until the CBA gets figured out. Um but and I, I say that because they have a great a great wide receiver duo Wait. multiple running backs great coaching staff uh a, a really good tight end noJ Howard. but i think what would be if, if he doesn't stay at New England which i fully believe he is something will happen he'll stay there they'll work it out whatever um the Tennessee Titans seem like a very intriguing fit i mean you have an absolute i
1: don't think they should take him
0: i think you have a monster of a running back in derrick henry as long as they pay him right now you have really really good wide receivers the Good weapons with a.j brown and those other guys that are there i can't remember all of them right now um but don't forget the connection he has with mike vrabel who he played with in new england one Super Bowl rings with. There's a big, big connection there. And if you take a look at that Titans defense towards the end of the year, and you have and and Tom Brady's looking at that and he's like, okay, it's a solid defense. And he's looking at goodness gracious, I got that Mac truck behind me uh-uh. in Derrick Henry. I got monsters to throw to like Corey Davis and AJ Brown. All those weapons there. They're a really good offensive line. That is a perfect landing spot to immediately come in and make a difference. Tom Brady's better than Ryan Tannehill. Plain and simple. If you need somebody to throw for 300 yards, I'd rely on Tom Brady more than I would rely on Tannehill. Tannehill had a great year last year, comeback player of the year. History doesn't show that he still has what it takes. He had a great three quarters of a year.
1: True.
0: Tom Brady's been doing it for two decades. Mm Mm-hmm. Six Super Bowl rings. You want to pay him for a year or two to see what happens? Draft a young guy? You never know.
1: I'd pay him for a year just to see what I have with my chances.
0: I mean, they came awfully close this year to get into the Super Bowl. One game away. I mean, they they sh- killed the Ravens, they beat the Pats, and then they hit the bus saw on the Chiefs. <clears throat> so, I think that's the one to look out for.
1: Yeah, maybe. Like, like what you said before with like the Bucks, and said you changed like your fact about on him. Um, if he did go to the Bucks, he would have good weapons there as well.
0: He would. I mean, you have Chris Godwin, which really, I mean, I think truly that is the Bucks' number one wide receiver. He got Mike Evans, also viable as a number one wide receiver. I think Godwin came out on top last season. He got O.J. Howard at tight end. I think if they go and grab another wide, like a good slot guy, a really quick guy. Uh, in the draft, I think they're probably going to look at running back, though, just because Ronald Jones uh, and, and the rest of the running back committee, I don't know if they're going to get it done, but they may if they have a good quarterback. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a good landing spot. But does Arians want to work with a guy that he knows he's only going to have for a year or two? Mm. I think he's looking to build something a little bit better there. Tennessee, though. Mike Vrabel wants another ring as a coach this time, not as a player. He's got a couple of those as a player. He wants one as a coach now. So I think Tennessee is a good spot. My other thought was possibly the Raiders. Really? Yeah. I mean, because the Raiders, you know, they're moving to Vegas. It's going to be, you know, it's it's a big thing. They want to make a big splash.
1: They're not going to have Derek Carr.
0: And my thought is, is that you make a big splash and you show up week one with Tom Brady as your quarterback.
1: And then you get that 1-0.
0: <laughs> or, <clears throat> my other thought was that the Raiders make an even bigger splash in the draft. And they go and they sell the farm to the Bengals to go get Joe Burrow to go week one, Las Vegas Raiders, Joe Burrow's team.
1: They're going to take Joe or Tom.
0: So, you know, I, I'd be surprised if the Raiders show up with Carr week one. But weirder things have happened.
1: If Carr shows up with them in week one, you know it's not going to be a good season.
0: Yeah, you know. I mean, actually,
1: they did decent. Josh Jacobs
0: season. can only carry him so far by himself, so.
1: Yeah. Well, they had a decent season, this, like, last year. So. Well,
0: you know, I mean, you got Darren Waller, breakout tight end. He's been around the league a little bit. Um, wideouts are good. Running back's good. See what happens. I don't think Derek Carr is... Uh, I don't think he's much more than a backup. Let's talk about the Combine. Okay. I watched a bit yesterday. Brady didn't.
1: No, I had school.
0: (laughs) It started at 4 p.m. Eastern time yesterday. Whoa! So, two sessions. We had QBs, wide receivers, and tight ends yesterday. And all the talk is, is, of course, around the wide receivers. And I say that because... First of all, Joe Burrow is not doing anything at the combine. He's gonna wait for his pro day. Uh Tua mm-hmm. can't Didn't do anything.
1: Slowest people.
0: Or, or is that somebody no, else? No, that's somebody else. Oh. Uh, Tua, of course, is not cleared for any kind of football stuff right now with his injury yet, so he's not doing anything. So you're really looking at kind of the mid to back way set of the quarterbacks right now. Uh, and we'll talk about quarterbacks in a minute. But wide receivers is the big is the big ticket right now because it's such a deep wide receiver class. When you look at C.D. Lamb, uh, Judy, uh, uh, Ruggs, and uh, who were the other guys? Who were the other guys? Uh, Justin Jefferson from LSU. There's, there's a lot of guys out there. And a lot of the talk yesterday was Henry Ruggs from Alabama. They've been saying all week that he could potentially break the all-time 40 record that's currently set. By John Ross with 4-2-2. Now, Ruggs did not break it yesterday. For anybody listening now and you didn't know what happened, he ran a 4-2-7. But man, is that kid a burner. Um, You know, Alabama just pumps out wide receivers. You know, I got two of them on my squad with Julio and Ridley. This draft, you got Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs. Um... It's it's an interesting wide receiver class. A lot of teams are looking for kids that are fast. Tyreek Hill showed why that's so important, that kind of speed. Um <clears throat> it was it was a good combine yesterday. I mean, you didn't really see as many mistakes by these players. Nope. Um man, who was the guy yesterday? Uh I'll have to see if I can find him as we're talking here, but there was a guy a tight end that was going through a routine yesterday and man he got popped right in the eyeball Really? yeah he looked the wrong way and turned his head around couldn't get his hands up popped right in the face (laughs) i forget who it was
1: i want to watch that now (laughs)
0: i'll have to figure who it was uh yeah i just saw something on twitter right before we started recording here that he ended up like popping a blood vessel in his eye oh uh it was a rough looking hit but here's the thing he finished the drill. <laughs> he kept running. He got popped in the face by a football coming right in his head. And then continued. I mean, there were some drops in there. Uh, but that would send anybody for a loop. But he had enough toughness and enough grit to finish that drill out. Uh, which I think that talks a lot about the kid. So, um, hopefully he's, he's better. He'll be ready to go by his pro day uh, at the end of March. So, yeah. Um, yeah, some other standout things, and I'm not even gonna attempt to pronounce this name, uh, Albert. That? Oh gosh, Albert O out of Missouri, <laughs> tight end ran a four-four-nine.
1: You're click his name, see what happens.
0: Yeah, I wonder if it'll tell me uh, how to pronounce how it. To pronounce it. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm scared. Uh, pronounced <laughs> Okuwabenum.
1: Okuwabenum.
0: That's crazy, man. From Nigeria, um, I yeah. He um, ran a four four nine. He's a smoker, man. Wow! I mean, he That's just good thing. he just toasted people, though. I mean, mm-hmm. the next, the next, uh, the closest was uh, Bryson Hopkins out of Purdue ran a four six six.
1: Wow.
0: I mean, it, it was impressive, and uh, it was. It's just kind of cool to watch. I enjoy watching the combine, the draft. You get to see these college kids that, uh, you know busted their butts their entire life,
1: Butthed.
0: and uh, they finally see this, you know, they finally kind of fulfill their dream of, of playing at the highest level there is uh, for the sport of football, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's kind of, it's just cool to watch. Um, who do we have going on today? We got uh, running backs, O-linemen, and special teamers. Yeah. Kicker. Um, <clears throat> yeah, kickers, special teamers, punters, all that fun stuff. We were looking at this a little bit before we started recording, and we had the guy from uh, Fresno State
1: bench pressed
0: forty-four reps <gasps> of two twenty-five. Now, Tane Muti at Fresno State.
1: He is an offensive lineman, so he is. You but do, the cl-
0: you do expect him. But, to but the there. closest is a guy is Simon. I don't even know how to say that name. Stepaniak. What? Uh From Indiana at 37 Man. reps. So there wasn't even anybody else in the oh. 40s. But he's got the record today. This Natane Ute from running. Fresno State.
1: so Running back out of Mississippi. Scotty Phillips. Put bench up. press 29.
0: So he put up 29 reps. It's, wow! It's, 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 uh... These guys are, like, pumped out of machines, it seems like. They're don, not don, even don, human sometimes. Uh... I gotta t- I gotta tune into this this evening though they've been they've been putting this stuff on at like four o'clock Eastern and then another set at seven Eastern, um, so I I have them all recorded I'll be watching them and, and keeping up with it then but uh, yeah you know still working here at four p.m. Skiff. so uh, yeah but the combine's going on these guys are uh, you know going through their workouts going through their interviews with uh, coaches and GMS and uh, starting to trying to mold this together for the draft at the end of april of course after the combine we have uh pro days for the different colleges and they'll do workouts again for the guys that did not work out which always bugs me um for (laughs) example like uh like burrow decides i'm not gonna do this here guys i'm gonna wait till my pro day that bugs me go to work all right you're a ball player go work um, you
1: got the championship Go work
0: But uh, So he'll be He'll work out in his pro day He'll do his throws His little synchronized throws And all that garbage uh, I'm just not a big fan. Sorry for you busted
1: your drums when I did that.
0: <laughs> but it, it's just—it's annoying, honestly. These college—I mean, it, there's no reason for you not to work out at the combine. They say, "Oh, well, they don't want to work out because it might ruin their draft status." Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. If you can't pick up a ball and throw it each and every single day of the week,
1: I'm picking you up.
0: Then I ain't gonna pick you either. Like, pro days themselves, I think—I think—are garbage. Yep. Because they do like 30 to 40 throws. They're all 100% scripted. You know what's not scripted? What? An NFL football game. Yeah. So guess what happens? The
1: injuries are scripted. You get, get out of your, check it again.
0: Get out of your comfort zone and go play ball.
1: It's not WWE. Young oh. man.
0: So uh, anyway, that's my uh, my argument for the day. But uh, <laughs> that's no, it, a lot of good stuff's going on. You know, We're in the off season, so we don't have actual games to talk about. But you, we jump right from games. To XFL, of course, which we talked about last episode, which is still going nuts. Um, we should
1: just do one episode, it's just full XFL.
0: And they they actually said... I think they said the viewership for week three actually went down. Seriously? However, the attendance, the live attendance went, up. went way up. Good. Um, which makes sense, because if that went up, the people... That are in the stands aren't watching at home. So, That's true. <laughs> uh, now I don't know if the numbers were the same, but it's still it's still going pretty good. They're even talking about possible expansion next year. So
1: possible video game. If
0: that works, Let's hope. that would be fantastic.
1: Possible video game. Let's hope.
0: So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna actually get out my phone right now. We're gonna sh- t- shift a couple of gears to the final segment. Shifting gears for this week's episode, which is he's gonna Jeff's first mock.
1: I did draft. like two.
0: He did he did too. I was waiting until I get to see what happens. Next
1: week we'll talk about my first one.
0: Yeah. I was waiting to see what happens at the combine and, and not that it's going to change a lot, but a, a couple of potential spots. And what I'd like to try to do and I hope I get the time to do it is of course this mock draft is going to be really plain, really simple We're if not there, if go there to are detail. if there are no trades. Or anything like that, because I truly believe there will be multiple trades in the first round this year. Of course there will. My first mock draft here does not have any trades. It's if every single team stays exactly in their spot. Up
1: mock. Let's start it off with the QB or something. That's what I do.
0: Why do you think Cincinnati is going to take QB? <laughs> I just did. It. Why wouldn't they, right? I That's know. right. My number one pick is Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: That's who I'm taking. Number two. Dips. The Washington Redskins will take defensive end Chase Young from Ohio State. I think so. Possibly the best
1: running pure
0: back. no running back defensive end. What best oh. pure football player in the entire draft?
1: I always think he's running back. Uh,
0: I think Detroit is going to go corner with Jeff Akuda from Ohio State. If the and that and that's going to base it on did the Lions keep Darius Slay? Or do they get rid? Or do they trade him off? They need to keep him. I hope they do. And if they can pair Darius Slay with Jeff Okuda, that That's is a, a dangerous defensive backfield.
1: If anyone's wondering, I don't know most of these people because I don't watch college football.
0: It's true. Uh, number four, the New York Giants.
1: Giants.
0: I have them going wide receiver at number four with C.D. Lamb. I think. I think Daniel Jones. Needs.
1: Add set stretch.
0: I think he needs a number one. They have a couple of guys like Sterling Shepard and those guys that have been hanging around. C.D. Lamb can come in there, shore up that wide receiver core. They got Quan in the backfield. I think that's where they're going. I don't know. Number five, Miami Dolphins. Kids. Everybody thinks the Dolphins will go to a Atunga Vailoa. That's right, say that. I know how to say that name. But I think number Miami. five, the Miami Dolphins are taking the QB from Oregon, Justin. Herbert. Herbert.
1: Herbert with Sherbert. <laughs> I think
0: everybody's saying, oh, Tua would be a great fit in Miami. Well, you have the head coach that's Brian Flores, which was also the coach for the Patriots, where his back, his his kind of bloodline to the whole thing is a standard pocket passer, that is not Tua. I think Brian Flores would be more comfortable with a true, pure passing quarterback. And this could be Justin Herbert. This could be Jordan Love. This could be a couple of different guys that are in that mid-market tier where they just need, they just know they need a quarterback. Yep. But I th- I'm going to go with Justin Herbert at number five with the Miami Dolphins. Now, Do I think... think
1: they're going to keep Fitzpatrick. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I think they are. But it's more of a bridge. He's Keep more of the a br- beard. He's more of a bridge for whoever their long-term QB be. No, he'll, I think he'll start, but I he's only going to be there for another year. Keep the beard. Number 6, the Chargers taking QB from Alabama,
1: Alabama. to a tongue
0: of I think him fitting in that offense
1: With players
0: like Melvin Gordon at running back, Keenan Allen at wide receiver, and Anthony Lynn as the head coach, I think is a perfect fit. Number seven, the Carolina Panthers, I got taken uh, Auburn defensive tackle, Derek Brown. Brownie. The Panthers need some interior pass rush, and Derek Brown is the absolute perfect fit for that. Number eight. Eight. I have offensive tackle from Iowa, Tristan Wurfs, going to protect that blind side of mighty man, Kyler Murray. Kyler? That offensive line needs help to shore up the running game, to allow Kyler to do his thing back there. Number nine, I have Jacksonville going wide receiver, Alabama, Jerry Judy. Maybe. That's a hard one. Um I, I put him there because Jacksonville needs a wideout. They do. Uh they got DJ Chark, which showed up last year and played pretty well. Chark. But they also lost Jalen Ramsey at corner. So that this is that was kind of what I was playing around with was are they gonna go for offense when they're still not even sure of what their quarterback is, if they don't know if it's uh you know, mustache Minshew or Nick Foles? Or are they going to go defense to try to replace Jalen Ramsey?
1: Isn't it is kind of ironic that Jalen Ramsey went to the Rams?
0: Eh, I guess. Um, but in this mock, I got the Jags going Jerry Judy, wide receiver. Uh, number 10, the 10. Cleveland Brownies. I have going offensive tackle from Alabama, Jedrick Wills. And that's, once again, just to shore up that offensive line for Nick Chubb to be able to run behind uh, for, for the master Baker,
1: master Baker, Baker
0: Mayfield, Still to be kitchen. able to uh, give him a little bit of time.
1: Still in the kitchen, making up my 11, news.
0: I have the Jets going wide receiver, Alabama. Henry Ruggs the the third,
1: third. The.
0: captain, 4-2-7, <laughs> 40-yard dash, to give speed... To Sam Darnold and that crazy Jets offense. Woo! I think he'll be great in the RPO game. Great to put in the slot wide out or to put him out wide. I think he is going to be that burner that Darnold can toss it up to.
1: And Levy on Bill.
0: Maybe <laughs> if he's still there. Twelve. Oakland Raiders, which, which with, with their first Excuse pick.
1: Me? Oakland Raiders.
0: The Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, it's going to be really hard to get used to. I have them taking uh, Javon Kinlaw. Defensive tackle out of South Carolina. Ever since they got rid of Khalil Mack, they're lacking that Skill. beastliness oh. <laughs> on the defensive side of the ball. And
1: since I was a lost Marshawn.
0: No, that's nothing. Um, <laughs> Excuse
1: me.
0: They need somebody up front to to, to rush the passer. That They're really missing that since Mack left. I think Kinlaw is a good fit for that. Uh, The Colts, I see them taking at number 13 offensive tackle for my Georgia Bulldogs, Andrew Thomas. Now, I think he, alongside the absolute monster that they have at guard, for some reason his name is escaping me, (laughs) and I don't, oh, Quentin Nelson, because that dude's a monster. I love watching him play. But I think lining up Andrew Thomas next to Nelson is going to make that offensive line very dangerous for Marlon Mack to run behind. And all they really need then is a quarterback to be able to sit back there and chuck the ball. Mm -hmm. Tampa, I have going defense. Uh, Number 14, safety from Clemson, Isaiah Simmons. Um, That defense came on towards the end of last year. They played really well. And I think adding another solid defensive back Um, They already have pass rushers. They got linebackers. They got up front uh, with their DNs and their tackles. They're they're set, but the the defensive backfield needs some help. Uh, So going and getting a a sure thing in Isaiah Simmons is, uh, I think, something that can definitely benefit that defense. Fifteen, the Denver Broncos. I have going corner from LSU, Christian Fulton. Fulton. I think with the potential departure of Chris Harris Jr., they need to immediately backfill that position. Yeah. Um, So I I see them going corner. Now they have a lot of other needs as well. I think they can definitely use a wide receiver. uh, But because of how deep this draft is with wide receivers, I think they go corner in the first round. Number 16, my Atlanta Falcons, I think, take outside linebacker from LSU, Clavon Chasen. Chasen. He's been tied to Atlanta for quite some time now. Um, I was actually just reading earlier that Atlanta had an official meeting with this young man here. And uh, he seemed very excited to potentially be drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. And I think he would, he would definitely assist with the departure of Beasley, um, potential uh, departure of Devonji Campbell which I don't think will be around. I think he'll test free agency, and he'll be gone as well. Uh, I think he's going to give a lot to that uh, to that defensive pass rush and also give us another uh, really good linebacker uh, right beside Deion Jones to be able to kind of shore up the middle of that Jones field. Jones beast. 17, the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. I have going wide receiver from Colorado, LaVisca Chennault Jr., Say the name, so I will say it one more time. LaVisca Chenault Jr. To the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Now there's a lot that goes into this. Because Dallas has some decisions to make. They're already saying that if they can't get a contract signed with Dak Prescott they're going to tag him. Um, they also have Amari Cooper. What's going to happen with Cooper? Nobody knows. Keep Amari. If they keep awesome. Amari Cooper and they put Chennault next to him Dak has a lot of weapons at his disposal. Um, Chenault's a really big wide receiver tall guy, can go up and get it also got a lot of speed um, I think this would be good for, for for Dallas they need the offensive weapons not relying on the tight end so much not sure if Jason Witten's actually going to be back uh, but they need some sure hands to be throwing to and Amari Cooper's done that since he's been there uh, but they need another guy to go with him. 18, the second pick for the Miami Dolphins I have him taking my guy running back at a Georgia, DeAndre Swift. I, think, Swift. I think with taking a quarterback, taking a running back that you know can run the ball, that can catch out of the backfield really well and make guys miss to get to the next level, um, they can definitely be starting to build something special there in Miami. 19, the Las Vegas there Raiders. Go. There you go. I have taking QB at a Utah State Jordan Love
1: Jordan. I think
0: this is a QB. I think love is a QB that John Gruden would have a blast working with. He has a, so much potential. He's got a rocket of an arm. He's got really good accuracy. His timing sometimes can be off. Uh, but these small things like that are things that Gruden can really work with and shore up usually pretty quickly. Um, so I think Jordan Love to the Vegas Raiders is, is a good move. Uh, 20, Jacksonville Jaguars with another pick. I have taken A-J. defensive end out of Iowa, A.J. A-J Epenisa. Um Once again, going defense, right? They have to shore up that defense. Ever since they lost okay. that core, um, the Jags' defense has not been very good. Now... They can easily go QB.
1: Easily. If
0: they don't know what they have in Minshew, if they don't know what they have in Foles, I don't think they're going to go that way. They can go wide receiver. They can go running back. Uh, Jacksonville has a lot of needs right now. Um, But I think they're a very, very defensive-focused kind of football team. Uh, Definitely him take. He can't pass up um, skill and talent like uh, Epinesa out of Iowa. 21. The Philadelphia Eagles. I have taken safety from LSU, Grant Delpit.
1: What LSU guys in there?
0: Delpit's interesting. Um, he wore the famous number seven uh, for LSU this year, which we know back when Ty Matthew was at LSU. There's there's some specialty around who gets to you? wear number seven for LSU, and Delpit had that honor this year. Um,
1: did <coughs> Matthew play for LSU?
0: Yep. And to to kind of add to this is with the Eagles just letting go of Darby, which is a corner, picking up somebody else for the defensive backfield um, will be important to be able to help backfill and 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 work with that team there. So twenty one, I got Grant Delpit. Twenty two, the Buffalo Bills will take defensive end at a Penn State Yeter Gross Matos. You want to know why? Because the Bills are nuts. They jump through tables. They'll hurt anybody in front of them. That's Bulls. And this guy right here will add to the crazy physical defense of the Buffalo Bills to help take them to the next level. 23.
1: For New England. The New England
0: Patriots. Wide receiver out of Clemson T. Higgins. Mm Mm-hmm um they need weapons if they want Tom Brady to stay they need weapons at 23 you're not going to get a wide receiver like Ruggs or Judy or someone like that they
1: really only have Julian Edelman that's it and he's doing stuff right now
0: (laughs) so um I think T Higgins would be a good option for Brady he likes those types of wide receivers quick that really good hands and can make moves in the open field
1: good new orleans
0: new orleans and this hurt me to even put this here because he's an unbelievable player but at 24 i see the saints taking outside linebacker from lsu patrick queen um he's up and coming in this draft class he could potentially even make his way into the teens with a good workout um great physical back uh, or a linebacker and has really great vision as he's kind of scanning the field to see where the ball is, and a lot of quickness to go sideline to sideline. Um, so I don't want to see him in New Orleans because then I got to see him twice a year with Atlanta. Uh, but Minnesota at twenty-five, I see Trevon Diggs, corner out of From Alabama. Alabama. Um, they just they. they uh, I don't even know if Xavier Rhodes is going to no. be there next year because lately he's just been absolute trash and not worth the money.
1: Drash.
0: Um, But I see them going corner in the first round. Uh, Miami Dolphins, offensive tackle out of Louisville. Uh, Mackay Becton. <laughs> and uh, what did I just say he ran? It was a – let me try to pull him up here in <laughs> ran. He ran a five one. Wow! In wow. the forty, which for an offensive lineman is very impressive. Um, I think what potentially could be a little more concerning is that he only put up twenty three reps. Um, now, that, I mean, that's you got to take that with a grain of salt because when they go into uh, training in the NFL. <clears throat> He's probably going to be able to put 40 up in no time. Uh, But just something to think about. But if they take offensive line and just think they take DeAndre Swift, uh, potentially go after a quarterback, they're really building a good, solid foundational core for the future with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, 27 to Seattle Seahawks. I have taken defensive tackle out of Oklahoma, Neville Gallimore. Um, They need defense. For goodness gracious, Seattle, go back to being a defensive team. Because we're probably
1: team. not going to have Clowney.
0: Which I wouldn't. Free up cap space to go get somebody else. <clears throat> um, but they need a pass. If they had a, a half-decent pass rush, they could have made another round or two in this you know past season. Um, I think they go get a stud like Neville out of Oklahoma, and they will be just fine. 28, Baltimore Ravens are going to take Raquan Davis, defensive tackle out of Alabama. Offense has plenty of weapons. That offense was running on all cylinders for almost the entire year. But the defense could not shut down Derrick Henry. Not many could. Um, But Raekwon Davis, stud, defensive tackle from Bama, Mm. could potentially be a game changer for them. Potentially. Tennessee Titans will take QB out of Washington, Jacob Eason. You might say, what about Tannehill? I'm going to repeat that to you. What about Tannehill? (laughs) I don't care if he was comeback player of the year. He is not and will not be the Tennessee Titans starter for many, many years to come. I think they're going to go take a look at a young quarterback to bring him in, to let him sit and learn and do it the right way. Uh, 30. Green Bay. Green Bay Packers. C.J. Henderson, cornerback, Florida. they got to shore up the defense, too. That offense, they played pretty well. They have a lot of defensive players that could potentially get other contracts this year. So I think making sure that that defense can kind of get the ball away from opposing teams and get the ball back to Aaron Rodgers uh, is the most important thing. 31, San Francisco 49ers. Safety from Alabama, Xavier McKinney. McKinney. Uh, Once again... Just adding to that defensive that defensive killer, that is the 49ers. That defense is a stud. Um, offense, that running back by committee they have going on there, successful. Wide receivers with Sanders, Samuel, you got Kittle there. There really no reason to go towards that. Their offensive line was amazing. No reason to go there. So I see them adding to the craziness of the defensive side of the ball. And then finally... The Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs defensive end at a Notre Dame, Julian Aquara. So just adding, um, they did annou- the, the Chiefs did announce that if they can't get something worked out, they will definitely be tagging uh, star defensive tackle Chris Jones. Uh, with that being said, they'll more than likely go and pay Frank Clark to stay on his defensive yeah. end, but bring oh, yeah. in somebody else in to add to the pass rush will only shore up and make that defense even more difficult uh, to pass on, to run on. And then, of course, the offense is going to keep doing their thing. So that was a long list of my first mock draft for the season. I am sure over the coming weeks with a lot of news, with a lot of other things going on, that will change. Um, Anything else you want to add this episode? Mm, Not really. Next episode, we're going to jump into Brady's first mock draft. Uh, we won't do both of them because we'll, that'll take an hour. Yeah, that'll take forever. But we'll we'll talk about a little more about, about kind of overall take on the on the scouting combine. Uh, kind of any kind of news around the league. We'll talk probably about the CBA because that'll affect some more transactions that'll be going on. I have
1: actually one thing to
0: talk once about. once the league yeah. actually league season actually starts in March. Um, so we're going to kind of start gearing up for that. And uh, you know, before you know it, we'll be into Pro Days. We'll be at the draft and. We'll just keep having a lot of different things going on. What did you want to add?
1: Check out my podcast as well.
0: (laughs) So this kid decided to start his own podcast. Not very happy about it, but he's doing it. Yeah. But it's all right. So he wanted to branch out a little bit. And I I figured, you know what? There's no better way than to talk more football. (laughs) So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Go ahead and check out Brady with Seahawks Country. Yeah. Talking all Seattle all the time. Yeah. So if you're a Seahawks fan, go check it out. If
1: uh, you don't know which... If team you don't, don't know, know what
0: team you like and you just love the sport of that is football... Check it out. Check it out anyway. Uh, and if you if you don't like the Seahawks and you like football... Then go away. <laughs> and you just want to... Well, nah, you're just driving viewers and listeners away. I What I was going to say is go check it out anyway. Support the man, all right? So go check out Seahawks Country out there on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Right, um, if you listen to us on directly from Anchor FM, it's on there as well.
1: Anything's possible with Anchor. I'm That's just right. saying that right now.
0: Um But yeah, give it a listen. And uh, we'll see you at the next episode with a lot more news, uh, more mock drafts as we continue to ramp up for the draft here. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Have a great weekend and next week until we talk to you next. And uh, stay cool. We'll check you out next episode.
1: Peace, everybody.